Podcasts about barely anything. About nothing. With your hosts, Chris and Chris. Hello. It is August 16th, 2023. It's my mom's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Mama Amundsen. Yeah, it can only mean one thing. Nudes. <laughs> what? I got to send her a birthday nude. Whoa, why? You don't do that in your family? No, man. Oh, that's the whole point of a... You don't know you've never heard of a birthday suit? Who's nude? Uh, it depends on whose birthday it is. Are you sending nudes of you? Yeah. <laughs> if your mom wanted a picture of, of like a, a famous nude, who do you think she would go for? Paul Nudeman. <laughs> I mean... Who wouldn't want a picture of Paul Newman? Or nude? Jim Palmer. Those were her like uh Oh back in the day. Get your motor running kind yeah. of guys. Those were the those are the lady the guys that lit my that. mom's fuse. I don't I know what I don't know who she's she'd probably take fucking Bernie Sanders at this point, but uh <laughs> back, <laughs> take what you get, you know? What? You can, you gotta take what you can yeah, get. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. No. She wasn't she wasn't like a like a hairy bear like Burt Reynolds kind of a thing on a on a fur. Well, I mean, Paul, si- Paul Simon, Paul Simon, <laughs> <laughs> she's a big Paul, you know, people, everybody's got their thing. It's more of an Art Garfunkel uh, new guy. But... Uh, <laughs> this is weird to talk about my mom's uh, lust for locks, but uh, Jim Palmer had lots of hair. He was a furry man. He didn't have a furry face, but if you look at those old uh, jockey commercials. Oh yeah, yeah. He had a little bit of hair. he didn't. He wasn't Burt Reynolds' hair though. I don't think. Mm, no, it seemed. I don't know. It was. It was, I, think sh- it was I, bet, I bet Palmer shaved a little bit. He trimmed it. Yeah, he's probably. A, he was probably groundbreaking in that. Yeah, I don't think that was a, a usual thing, but I feel like he did. I think if I felt like it was a little uh, scaped. Yeah, Jim scaped. He was ahead of his time. Since we're on the topic, how about your mom? <laughs> Who does she want to plow? <laughs> Ernest Borgnine? Um, I I don't know. I you know what? That's a weird. That's weird because I don't know if I ever have, have thought or considered what my mom's type would be, or she's ever been like, oh, she's he's not, a handsome man. She's never you know said what I mean? he's a handsome man. I don't think so. Your dad was pretty dashing back in his day. Yeah, yeah. I always thought. I always thought. Um, man, what was that guy? Uh, um, not this. Uh, this isn't. This isn't have one have to do with the other. But uh, Robert Wagner. You remember him? Yeah, the the uh, the guy that was on the boat. He killed. Uh, he killed. What's her name? Natalie. Allie McGraw. No, Allie McGraw's alive. He killed Natalie. I can't remember her last name. God, that's gonna kill me. I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I always thought like it's gonna fucking piss me off. I my brain's too slow. Yeah, I know. Uh, I always thought like Robert, like a younger Natalie Robert, Wood. Allie uh, Wood, that's right. That's who it was. Yeah. 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 Didn't he murder her? Well, so, well, you know, it's never been solved, Chris. So she just might have fallen off a boat herself. Only one man knows. And he's so <sighs> fucking charming. No one will ever get it out of him. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, it was before it was before I realized he was potentially a murderer that I always thought Robert Wagner kind of looked like my dad and could play my dad in a movie if that, you know, like that kind of scenario. So maybe my mom would like Robert Wagner. I don't know. Well, I guess yeah. you should ask. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe today's the day to ask. <laughs> so no b- birthday nudes in your household, huh? No, no, no. I don't think we do that. No. Hmm. I thought it was a Norwegian thing. No. And unless they just Shame. sort of left me out of this Shame whole Shame on me. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> Nudes. Did you ever see your mom or dad naked? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's hear Unfortunately, it. my dad. Let's hear it. In, uh, in his uh, older age, he would, uh, he would sort of prance around the house a little bit. Not um, Stop. He just kind of didn't give a shit anymore in a certain how so like old? If, he had to go, if he had to go to the bathroom, how old is Dick dangling age? Uh, I think over, you know, over 70, I think I'm embarrassed to like go to the bathroom naked in the yeah. middle of the night, in the middle of the Fox. night <laughs> with no one else in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> my, we stayed uh, this years ago, obviously now, uh, cause my dad hasn't been around for almost 10 years, but, um, there was one time when my wife and I stayed, with him, we were visiting, uh, and and she got up uh, for whatever reason, and she opened the door. My dad literally like walked right past her into the bathroom. And was like morning, completely naked. Wow. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I think she all she didn't quite catch the full frontal. She just got most of the behind. But he didn't even care. He's just like, you're in my house. I don't give a shit. This is what I do, kind of thing. And 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 my wife sort of respected it too. She's like, yeah, whatever. Like it was just bad timing. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, wow. I can't believe that. I mean, yeah. I yeah. guess he got, I guess at a certain age, like it's like there's a, it's the cycle of life. Like there's an age where you stop being comfortable, like taking pictures of your child naked or whatever. And there's <laughs> an age, like it could, you're naked until a certain age. And then there, you go through life covered up. And then I guess you just reach another st- step in life where you, you're naked again. Yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly, if, if I'm in my house by myself, like I'm not walking around the house, whole house naked, like all day long, but I'm not necessarily making a point to put clothes on just to like, you know, go get some water or something either. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I, I see that. Yeah. I get it. Like there's levels to it, right? Yeah. There's I, levels to it. It's funny. And I probably get oversharing, but, uh, <laughs> you know, when you, have, you, when, when you have a little kid who's like really like, you know, kid, little kids just want to see everything, and like, right. and and Roscoe goes to the bathroom with me all the time. We take yep. showers together. Like we're pretty, like he knows my body pretty well, and he will like watch me pee and like stare up into my pee hole, and I'm like, what <laughs> is happening with my my life? I like, it's so insane. It's so crazy, and yet, like, if I'm naked in the middle of the night and he cries, I have to put on clothes to go into his room. I don't know why. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a, t- it's a different environment. Yeah, it's, it feels weird. Otherwise, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. But did, did, don't you think you used to do that with your own father or something when, when you were that age? Look at him? Yeah. Oh, I looked at him all the time. Right. We had, we had a, I lived in a hillbilly house, Chris. <laughs> we had a, we, for, until I was like, I don't know, 12, we only had a bathtub and one bathroom. So like, you saw people naked all the time. Wow! Yeah, yeah. My dig. My I, dad's I, I dick just like going to the bathroom and like, the water. 
my dad's like completely naked shaving and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it yeah. was just anything went, anything goes. It was a household of five with one bathroom and no shower. Yeah. So, I think it was a little more open back then, too, maybe a little bit, right? You know, it was like the 70s. Yeah. I don't, I don't never feel like it was prude or weird at all. Like, no. all, yeah. We definitely yeah. weren't like kids that ran around naked in the backyard. We weren't those people. No, but, no, 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 no. But no. in the confines no. of our home, we were just a family, you know? When I was in uh, college, uh, I dated a girl, um, not in college. So she was, she, she was in Seattle. So, you know, like, um, she lived in Canada. Yeah. She was in Canada. She was my first girlfriend. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She, uh, but I was college age or whatever. Anyway. So, um, so you were in college, but she stayed home. No, no. Well, she like, we didn't know each other in co- We didn't date in college. Like it was like, I knew her from Seattle kind of thing. Right. So like we were sort of dating off and on, like during the summers or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, but she was, um, her parents apparently were nudists in the moment or like pe- previous nudists. No, no, they were, they Active were, that was nudists? their lifestyle. They were nudists all the time, all the time. Wow. And, and she's I'm like, so she, she's literally, you know, uh, in her late teens, early twenties. And she's literally like, you, like, I would go, you know, pick her up and we go out or whatever. And she would be like, you can't come inside because my parents are like, she was fucking just with you, dude. That's not even, there, there's no way. No, no. She had some, she had some issues and stuff. Nudists so she, live in nudist colonies. And did she have to be nude? No, uh, no. I, like, did she, she have to, t- like, like, was there a locker at the front door? And she was like, here I go and put on, take off all of her clothes. And oh, she was very, she, she was very uncomfortable with it. And she was not appreciative of the fact that like. They would just walk around naked, and she was like, I don't want to do this. You know, like, I don't want to be a part of this kind of thing. Is she on Facebook? I don't know. <laughs> we got to find this person. <laughs> we got to get her on the show. Um, I think, I think she, had, she had some, she had some I issues. Start a, I'm, th- I'm all about new segments on this show, and I want to start a new one called Blast from the Past, where you <laughs> have to just find a rando on Facebook from your past, <laughs> and we call him up. I am the I am the worst about people from the past because I don't remember anybody. I know, dude. It's kind of I literally I literally have to like my buddy Kevin, who's I've known since like we were in preschool together, and he's like, oh, you know, like ran in or talked to so and so, and I'm like, who's that? And he's like, don't you remember? I was like, nah, man, I don't. I don't remember any same thing. I have a I have a friend, Joe Cola. He fucking we had like fifteen hundred kids in our uh, like our school, like five, like probably there's probably like eight hundred kids in our graduating class. Like it was crazy. It was a lot of kids. Yeah. And I, like, anytime my friend Joe is like, yeah, I saw Charlize Dumaine or whatever. I'm like, bro, I don't know. Like, I might have kissed her. I have no, like, right. I do not remember anyone. Like, I, yeah. I remember my crew. Yeah. And, like, other crews. But, like, the, ter- the, the tertiary people, the satellite people, I don't fucking. Yeah. To, I can't. Like, there was a kid recently in my, from my high school. This guy, uh basically went in the woods and killed himself and uh every, every, we have a facebook group for a class of whatever in in flathead high school and everyone's like he was missing you know quote unquote missing for a long time and i you know what didn't look great guy, yeah the guy had some issues uh drugs and whatnot and uh and everyone was like prayers you know prayers for jared and his family and i was like i know this name i know i've spent significant amount of time with this person I couldn't fucking tell you who he is. Like I, yeah. I, I, I just couldn't muster up or drum up a single memory with this person. Not a single one. Yeah, it's weird. I think yeah. we're the same. 
Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about you. Maybe you do a little bit more than I do. I, I literally don't live in the past. Like I don't care about anything from thirty fucking years ago. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. like I just, I'm not harping on things that I should have done or did differently. You're never or like nostalgic people. or at all for anything. You're not like not really. You don't think back and like like a moment like we like like you and I will talk about maybe some stuff and be like oh yeah man I remember that that was awesome like back in the eighties or something or movies or whatever but like but half the time it's like who fucking cares yeah I had a friend for a long time that I'm not really and, and there and it's fleeting right like yeah. it's a memory and that's all it is I don't want to hang on to that thing either right I'm not I'm not holding on to that thing and bringing it with me for thirty years you know and like. Like I'll come across photos or something, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's that's great. Oh, I remember that. That's cool. That's awesome. But I'm not like, oh my god, those are like the best fucking days. Like high school, uh, high school was not the fucking. You're, the best. you're cold, but I love it. I I'm in agreement there. Like I look at like there's this group of kids. They were like a real cool, tight knit group of people in high school, and uh, I'm only friends with one of them. The rest of them that can go fuck themselves. They were just kind of like elite snob dicks, and uh, and I was. And but the one I am friends with, I saw he had some pictures of everybody out on the lake, the gang, you know, this gang of 10 high school kids. Some of them got married to each other. Yeah. They all went to college, like near each other. They all immediately moved back. Yep. And they're like, and I was, and there's a picture of like all of their daughters and like their daughters are all the same age. And they're kind of like the age of when I probably met these people in junior high. And I showed Kristen, I was like, look at these fucking horrible people and she was like bro relax <laughs> they're just doing they're just they're little kids they're just little kids yeah and i was just like i fucking hate I, I i don't i don't understand that like my life ended at high school like the, these are my people yeah. this is my town that this is my pack for better or for worse you know like this is like i just i never could grasp that i still have really good friends from from back home absolutely but I, I, yeah. but I don't, but I don't like fuck with them that much, you know, like it's, it's, you know, when I yeah. went around, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I guess it's just, uh, I think, yeah, it's sort of a mentality or whatever. I like, and, and whatever, I, like my, I feel like to what you were just saying, I feel like my life started after high school, actually. Yeah. Like I, 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 and even after college, like I, there's like steps, right? Like it's, it's, it's like I took another giant step, like, you know, after high school in the college and after college. And then once I moved to New York, that was like another huge fucking step in my life. You know that like, that's like, I don't ever look back. I, I look back and like, we were fucking idiots in high school. Yeah. We were assholes, you know, like we were, I, you know, I was an asshole in my fucking twenties. You never think back to any of those people though. Like a, that girl, the nudist girl or anybody, you're never like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. You never nope. do that. Nothing. No. I, I, cause we like, we broke up. We, 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 I moved on. We moved on like whatever. Like it's like, I don't understand why you're like, Oh, that was the, you know, that, that was the love of my life. I have a hardest time. Like l letting people go. I have a hard time letting people go. You're, but you're really good about just being, see, that's also my problem though. Is like, I don't, I don't hang on to like friends enough either though. Right. Like I don't make enough of an effort. Yeah, I really like I I yeah. You're really good at that. You're, you're stuck I, that's with one me. Thing I admire about you're you. You're stuck about. with me. No, it's fine. <laughs> if you make a connection, <laughs> it's weird though because I almost I, I don't want to say I leave it up to fate, but I sort of I'm a very much like whatever which way the wind blows kind of a guy. Yeah, you are, and you will yeah. fucking live to be one million years old because you're <laughs> not an ounce of stress in your life. But that's also like p p sort of people come and go in my life, and I sort of just I I don't. Not to say again, like I don't leave it up to fate, but I just sort of like 
you and I made enough of a connection that it's it's impossible for us not to be friends. Oh, dude, don't put it on. That's a, got nothing to do with us. It is 100% that our fucking wives like each other. Otherwise, we would never talk to each other. No, no, we would go out. I think we would go and like watch football together or do Maybe. something. It would be different, though. You and I would hang out on our own instead of instead of like people. But that's what I'm saying. Like of all the people that I met since I've been to New York, you're one of the few people that I have. I, I have sort of, I guess, purposely, and it's probably. I think it's ninety percent intentionally. Me, intentionally, I think, I think this relationship is very heavily weighted in my in my direction. I'm the one that have that has held this together. <laughs> Maybe you might be right. I don't know. Like, Sounds I, to me like the difference in us is that I, <laughs> I like to keep friends and you don't like to keep friends, but we're, you're like, and for some reason you're still my friend. And I'm like, yep. well, that's probably because you would have just let me go. And no, no, no. See, that's the thing though, is that I think there's, there's some people that speak more directly to me that I, I, it's not that I don't want to be friends with anybody. It's, <laughs> it's just, I don't sort of, I don't make a lot of an effort and to keep each friendship going. And you're fine with that. I guess so. Yeah. Like I never, I just don't, I just don't put any thought into it. Like, Oh, I, you know, there's a few people over the years that, that you and I both know that have, I consider friends or good friends. Yeah. Just, I haven't made it, you know, and if they're, if they don't make the effort either, then, then I, you know, it's, I think it's totally a two way street with me and, and maybe it's me reading into something on their end where I just don't, it's also like if I go to a party and there's one really out, you know, sort of talkative, outspoken person, friendly person who can sort of engage me. I usually draw more to them, but if someone else is is quiet and shy, like I am and introverted, like I am, then I'm not usually going to gravitate towards them or, or, or sort of keep conversations. Like I can't keep a conversation myself necessarily. Mm. I feed off of other people. Okay. And that's why that's like your personality comes into play in that sense. Right? Like those are, it's, it's easier for me to sort of, um, we have a small talking motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll chat away incessantly. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, whatever. I don't know. It's, um, can I get, can I ask you a question? This is weird, but it's yeah. not, uh, ask me anything. <laughs> I, I get to ask you anything. Well, I did have an ask you, ask me anything question, but that was, I, I don't know if I'm going to talk. I'm going to ask the question I was going to ask. Uh, but let me give you, can I give you a quick scenario? Yeah. Um, because this is funny. Like the, like, uh, I, I don't know exactly how they tie into each other, but you made me think about this. So I was, uh, I, Kristen and I, decided to go tubing last weekend, like floating the Delaware river. We haven't done it in a really long time. We dropped, dropped the kid off with the in-laws cause they live like 20 minutes from the mouth of the, or from one end of the Delaware. So we, you know, it's usually like a three, four hour trip from one point A to point B. Um, but we went in two different, we dro- got dropped, launched in a location we hadn't been to and we're looking for this footbridge or whatever to get up. Now, Tubing, like Kristen's family's been doing it for a long time. They have big black inner tubes that you get from like a construction vehicle or whatever. Same tubes they've had forever. And the, I've only ever like really tubed this way too. Like you get a couple, you get some beers, you tie the tubes together, you throw them in the fucking in a boat launch, and then you swim your way out four yep. hours later, right? And you just float down a, a thing. Well, tubing has changed. Like the landscape of tubing has changed since the last time I did it, which is probably like eight years ago, to be honest. And now it's like there's a lot of rental companies. And they everybody has these like tubes that like they're like plastic. They're fancy now. You can put like coolers in them. Yep. They've got some have tents. Some have like speakers. Yep. Like and they make these big like giant like flotillas of like of yep. you know assholes basically 
It's just not, it's like totally different vibe. Yeah. And there's Kristen and I in our like black, you know, 1972 yeah. fucking good years <laughs> floating down the river, which was fine with us because we moved way faster and it was yeah. like we were, we were having a ball. Yeah. And then I'd say about three hours in, uh, I look over and I'm like, Kristen, I think your inner tube is deflating. Oh, and uh, she's like, nope, no, it's not. You know, like typical fucking whatever you say is the opposite. And uh, I like literally can squish my hand through the entirety of it. Like there's no. Real... But she's still floating on it. She's floating because like, you know how they like, give you fall into a, if the, you know, like give you like on airplanes, they used to say like, take your jeans and fill them with air and tie a knot. And then you have a flotation device. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like that. <laughs> it was like there were like they, she was basically in like a, she she was in like a like an inner tube taco, like there was enough air that she was still above water and still laying down, but her like legs and back were kind of submerged. It like sure. it was like basically an armchair. Yeah, but it was it it uh it stressed me out so intensely, and she was like, "It's fine, it's fine." I was like, "It's not fine." Then I saw like there was I could see a thunderstorm happening in the distance. We didn't know where the end was. And I was like, I was like fully like in a panic. I was like, what's the plan? Can we just get out? She's like, we're not getting out. Then we'll have to walk. It'll be like miles. And I don't want to walk in a bathing suit. And I was like, I was like, I was in full on. What the fuck? Get me the fuck out of the situation. Just high anxiety. <laughs> and she was like, it's what it is, what it is. And I was like, well, what happens when your thing it sinks? And like, all of a sudden, all the, we're reaching all the points where everyone is getting out. Yeah. And it's just us in the middle of the Delaware. Barely moving, mind you, because she's not really buoyant. So I'm the only thing like moving us along the water, just dragging her, basically. And, uh, <laughs> and then finally, I just shut... I just... I just... I, I just shut the fuck up. I just <laughs> shut down. <laughs> And I just went into just completely silent mode, which is something that has never happened to me. And, uh, and then, but long story boring, about two hours later, we bobbed our way finally down to our car. Her inner tube was completely flat. Uh, her mom had gone out looking for us because we'd been out for five hours at that point, which is insane. And uh, that was the end of the day. But I wanted to get your opinion. <laughs> what would you do in that situation? Like on either side, if you're the floaty guy and if you're the non-floaty guy. First of all, I would be the, I would be more like your wife. You'd be like a take a chill pill, bro. It's all it's good. Sort of, to some degree, although I would, I would, I uh, like you though, because I think you know we sort of have the same mentalities and in, in, in sort of job skills and trainings. Is that I, I'm trying to solve this problem. Yeah, I just wanted, I I wanted a solution. I wanted at the very least a plan B. Yeah. Uh, what would happen uh, in, in reality, what would happen is my wife would be you freaking out, but if she's in the tube, she's like, we're getting, we're getting out now. Basically. Really? Uh, I would almost, I would maybe try to convince her that we need to get, at least get to the point where we're, we need to get where the cars are or the pickup point is. Yeah. That's what, that's, that was what was happening here, but that was a good, we had no idea where the, that was. We weren't, we couldn't see it. Oh, I see what you're so saying. We okay. Know, we didn't know if it was. Five minutes or fucking two out. Like, we didn't know how far away it was. 
Oh, interesting. Okay. Kirsten kept being yeah. like, it's around this bend. I know it's around this bend. And then we get around a bend and it would not be around this bend. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I, we would probably end up getting out because my, my wife would probably be nervous. Um, uh, and go from there or something. So we would, we would probably get out. Although the, realistically, so if you don't know, and are you, you know, are you better off walking like through the woods or is there a road nearby? You I know, know, that's, that's, that's the tough... thing. It's like, I was like, we could just put, we saw like a house. And I was like, we'll just pull up into that house. Those people aren't home. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a driveway to a road. Right. That wasn't happening. And then we found like a boat, like a launch, like an actual place where people were getting out, you know, with there, their tubes. And I was like, that's, that's the spot. That's the spot. That's and the she spot. was like, then she reverse psychology me. And she was like, I mean, if you really want to get out, yeah, let's just, <laughs> let's just do it. Let's just, let's just quit. Let's just get out. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck it. Let's go. We <laughs> at that point we could see the end. It was like a ha like probably a half a mile, maybe a mile away. We hadn't <laughs> lost any more air, and she tricked me. And that was how we and we, but we did it. We did it. And uh, but I was like, I I I was like, I think that like, it, what made me think of this is that I think the way that Kristen. Or a lot of people deal with me and my like ang nervous anxiety and my over talking and like you know just like freaking out shit is that they back off so hard to so that like so there's some level in the middle of like like they're, yeah. they're just over they're over exaggerate like they're over exaggerating their calmness to try to come to some semblance of like a, a middle ground. <laughs> I think that's how I feel. you're talking about people at a party. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody's like as talkative as me, sometimes I'll just back completely off. I'll just be like, all right. Like <laughs> it's not a bad strategy. <laughs> I know. I know. It's weird. Anyway, that's the story of the weekend. Do you, uh, do you have any, uh, do you want to ask me anything before we get into our, into our sports portion? Sports no, portion. I, I, uh, I don't, I don't think I have anything. I have one for you. You ready? Cause it'll be quick. Set, hit it. Have you ever saved a life? Uh, yes. I, it's, um, yes. You don't want to tell me? To some degree. Yeah. Uh, I, I've already, I think I've told you the story already, but, uh, just a few months ago, uh, I went and visited my mom and her. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the Arizona hiking story. Arizona hiking story. Uh, where I literally, I'm like, he wasn't like on the edge, like, you know, falling off a cliff, but if I wasn't there, he, he might not be alive. Wow. Okay. And is um, that, and there's also, uh, there was one time our, our, our we, we were in, our twenties, early twenties, we were camping. Um, it was something we used to do like through high school and then college and stuff, a whole bunch of friends. We go into like the peninsula out, out on the, like the Western coast of Washington state, uh, near the beach, uh, or right on the beach actually. But you would have to hike a mile in, right? So we'd hike, you know, all of our stuff and like we would hike fucking big ass coolers and stuff. Like, we were, we were, uh, you know, we wanted to be as comfortable and, and as well stocked as possible with, with everything that we had. 
but one day, the three of us, my buddies, Kaylee and, and Kevin, we went on a hike through the woods, literally through the woods. Like there was no trails, no nothing. We were just forging our own path. And we got up sort of on this, on this uh, sort of cliffs. And my buddy Kevin took a wrong step, I think, or something and slipped. And it, it threw the bushes. Like all of a sudden, like the cliffs were a lot closer than we were expecting. And he started sliding towards them. And I think he grabbed a branch. Uh, if he went another five feet, he would have he fallen hundreds of feet to his death. Uh, but he grabbed a hold of the branch and then Kaylee and I went and grabbed him. Um, and it was sort of like, it's like one of those things that were like, we sort of helped him yeah. sort of, you know, not die. Like he kind of did on his own, but like, if we were there, like who knows what would have happened as well. Kind of. Man, I'm glad he grabbed that branch. That made me scared. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, and it was really fucking close and we were all like, at, at least that's how I, I sort of remember this story. It'd be interesting to see what their ticket is it now from like almost 20 years ago. Maybe we'll, we'll get him on the podcast. Blast yeah. the past. How, yeah. how uh, has anybody ever saved your life? That's a follow-up. Uh, not that I can remember. Yeah. I bet but somebody I'm, did. I'm you not, don't I'm even know. I'm just put like myself sl- in like... They slammed on their brakes or something. There's probably somebody that saved your life. You don't Stuff like that, know. maybe. There might have been some instances where we were in a, in a bad... Well, here's another thing. I have, I've also told you this story. Like, we were in the high school our senior year. Uh, we went to our, like, our... It was like our senior year keg party yeah, at the end of the year. Yeah, where the guy brought the gun. Yeah, and the, it was like the gang dudes who brought the guns and stuff. Yeah. And, like, the, the one guy put the gun to the back of my head, basically, was like, you know, don't even think about it kind of thing. Yeah. Um... Like that was all like, we were all kind of in that together in some sort of instance. Like we all just, you know, shit kind of got, could have gone bad in that, in that way, you know? Um, you collectively saved each other's lives. Yeah. To some degree. Yeah. I think we, cause we all just sort of, we all just chilled, like didn't move, it's you know, didn't do anything stupid. It's interesting to think about. Like I, I hadn't really put that much thought of into like the, has anybody saved your life thing? But like, I. Like now I'm thinking about like, you know, I had a fucking dermatologist that found like stage two skin cancer, yeah, you know, right? like that guy definitely saved my life. Yeah. Like I think people are saving your life all the time without you yeah. even really knowing right? a little bit. I was walking one time. Uh, I was not paying attention, probably on my phone, ac- walking across Broadway, like right by our old office, like a couple, maybe a block further South. And, uh, fully started walking into traffic and a guy grabbed my backpack and yanked me back and a bus fucking missed me by inches, literal inches. Like I could feel, like I could feel just some random guy just looked up and was like, this fucking guy's about to get hit and just yanked me back. And I was like, holy shit. Thank you. And he was like, yeah, man, whatever. Like he just like bounced. He he wanted no part of me. He was just like, you numb skull. So there's that guy every day, man. That's just like, you know, we just, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of a weird. That's such a that's such a, it seems like a, such a typical New York mentality too. You're like he's just like whatever, man. It's cool. He's like I didn't want to see you get fucking hit by a bus. Yeah, today. I don't want to watch this shit. <laughs> I oh man, I almost witnessed. So we were gone for the weekend. I I went. And, uh, the dog uh, was at uh, the boarding uh, down in in, uh, in 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 Brooklyn. I I went to go pick her up, walking her back, and I hear this um, weird. Kind of like a kind of like a crunch or like you know like two cars might have like kind of hit each other a little bit not like a big accident but like two cars you know like you can hear that like that plastic yeah yeah cars you know kind of crunching a little bit yeah and I I, so I was like I turned around and like a a half a block behind me there was like a dude on a moped who was like kind of like all he was kind of you know shifting back and forth like he was losing his balance on the on the moped or whatever but but then he like gunned it and he started like taking off 
So I was like, oh, maybe he just sort of like accidentally hit, like hit the car or something or whatever, and he's, he has no idea what he's doing. But then I realized I, at, the time, at, the, at that second, I wasn't really sure, but there was a kind of a car like pulling out behind another car that was kind of, you know, kind of almost coming behind the guy in the moped. And the guy in the moped was like coming to an intersection towards me. And then I was like, oh, whatever. You know, I didn't think much of it. And I, I just turned around and kept walking. And then all of a sudden I hear like more crunching and like these noises, which I sort of in my head, like you just realized it was like sort of like a skidding yeah. noise and, uh, and like something serious happened. And there was a guy who was walking like towards me in t- into the direction of, of what just happened. And he also, he was like, oh shit, man. And he just took off running past me. And I turned around and I didn't see anything. But I think what was happened is that I think the dude in the moped hit some woman in her car and he tried to take off. And I think she ran him fucking down. Really? Yeah. Because oh. uh, f- all of a sudden I saw these people, like they all turned the corner at the intersection to, away from my point of view. Why did you? Oh, man, I would have. I would definitely want to see that. So, like, I think she hit him, and like he, she sent him flying, like skidding across the road, like into the across the street into the intersection, you know, past the intersection, and and then she got out of the car, and I could hear her yelling, "You motherfucker! You hit my motherfucking car! Fuck you!" Like, just she was hysterically screaming at this guy. Wow! All these people started running over there, and I was just like, I I was like, I'm like walking. I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just kept walking, man. Cause I, I was like, I would have gone to check it out, but also like, I feel like, like I, but I'm also like, I, I don't need to, I don't need to see whatever the fuck just happened. That also, yeah. that, that crime, the crime doesn't fit or the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Right. I guess you want to catch the guy. Yeah, unless, but, unless he fucked up her car somehow yeah, bad but or he, he, should, or he did something deserve. else to her car. Maybe they knew each other. He did something else to her car. He doesn't and he think she was like hide. trying to, you know, you know, run after him or something in her car. I uh, uh, I cause know. I didn't even see her car. So like whatever she did, I don't know. Like I, but they were, so they were both like around the corners. I was just crazy though. I was like, Oh my God. Like you never see this happen. You only see that in like movies or something. I feel like, or you hear it on the news, but you never actually witness it. But then I was also like, that's fucking New York, man. I don't care. Like I just, <laughs> I got stuff to do. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how that made me feel. I go walk around my house naked. This is <laughs> a bit of my new time. <laughs> With my dog watching me pee. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sir. Like you're right at my urethra. It was weird. That's it made great. me feel weird. Yeah, that's a that's a good story though. But I feel like there was a lot of people going over there to at least help or intervene or do whatever they were doing or take videos of their fucking phone. Like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to stand there and watch this? Like, I don't. I feel like that's even weirder. You don't kind of feel like you maybe you missed out though. Hmm. I would have gone over, got the story. Someone definitely wants to tell you about it. Oh, everybody would have been talking because there were I'm uh, a whole bunch of people saw it. You know what's weird is like you can't find that on the internet. Like for some reason, crimes that happen around you where you're or like fires or whatever, you're like, ah, oh, just look it up. And like, it's never anywhere. There's no information. You never learn about it. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? not a crime, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Like there's like the, there's not no like the New issue. York police blotter. You know, there's too much shit happening. Right. Right. All right, Chris. Uh we're we're headed. We're barreling towards the NFL season. I'm getting excited. I have my first fantasy uh, football draft is happening. Starts today at noon, which I should probably set a reminder for myself. It's a slow draft. This is one that takes like weeks. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna. Fu- it'll be a nightmare for me. I have a hard time break remembering, and then I end up with like Wes Welker. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> I also don't know any. I'm I'm so out of football. Like I don't know what's happening. I just was like the other day. I heard like, well, Kyler Murray's not coming back anytime soon, and I was like, he's not. I don't remember Kyler Murray getting hurt at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just I'm so far out of it. Like I don't know. I haven't watched any preseason. It's gonna be a rough, rough year for it's me. Much, it's not much to watch, but I think you'll you know as we get closer, you'll start seeing some storylines or some whatever. Yeah, but I don't want. I'm I thinking maybe this is the year I'm not gonna get sold on other like like podcasters' predictions. Like you're gonna get it's just you're gonna get sold on. It. I might just try to do my own predict, like come up with my own thinking. Like there's already people are like Arizona hit the under, Saints hit the over, like yeah. Yep. There's already people are like making the predictions and then those predictions feed other predictions and then no one gets it fucking even close to right. So I might just try to stay away from it all okay. until we get until we do our predictions. Like it. And I'm just gonna do predictions based on fucking zero yeah. research. It's like it's like doing an auto draft in fantasy. Yeah, I'm gonna auto draft my picks this year. Yeah, we should. Have you ever done that? Have you ever just tried to do that? See, what, see what the results are on that. On what? Like a on picks or an auto draft? An auto draft on fantasy. Yeah, my fucking fantasy basketball team that I've never gotten past eighth. I won this last year because of an auto draft. <laughs> see, I think maybe. I mean, I kept up with it. Like I had some pretty sweet trades in the season. Like I, of course, but, but I needed the I needed the good base, and I that's my issue. Is like. I'm a good wheeler and dealer. I'm great at the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. I am. I get. I get sucked into players that are. I'm like, ooh, what's this rookie gonna do? You know, like I. I'm an upside. I'm a high ceiling guy, and that's not how you create a a strong base for your team. Right. right. See, I, th- I think there might be something to that about. Uh, I. It'd be interesting to see if there's other, if people have ever done that in in. As a theory, as like just just auto draft yourself to start, and then and then you have obviously you have work to do during the season. Yeah, you got to do the work because like yeah. my buddy Eric is in the same league, and he never can fucking auto draft, or he only auto drafts, and he doesn't keep his team up, and he like is out by the third week of the season. Like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. do anything. Yeah, well, he's also terrible at it. Yeah, he's just lazy. <laughs> he's just intensely lazy. Yeah, yeah. I should say he's terrible at it. He's just yeah. He just he's got other things. He's got he's got little kids who want to watch him be naked. Yeah, exactly. We got. I wonder if it's different. He's got girls. I wonder if there is like interested. And if you're just like, here's my dick, because I don't think Kristen's really like showing Roscoe how she pees. <laughs> Maybe yeah. wrong. I don't know. Maybe it she feels is. it feels it feels creepier when it's when it's opposite sex. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to go down that road. Let's keep talking. Uh, so football. So, uh, do you have any preseason predictions so far? Are you thinking? Are you going to? Can you plant something into my brain right now? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Um, who's going to be no, the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks? Who's going to be the starting quarterback? Drew Locke. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be Drew Locke, right? Yeah, of course, totally. Yeah, why wouldn't it be Drew Locke? I just feel like Drew Locke's going to be starting a game this season. Um, I mean, listen, honestly, I mean, with injuries and stuff, you never fucking know. Who knows? I know. But I know. Uh, so, what do you? Who do you like? Who who's who do you feel strong about? You like this Colts? I heard the Colts rookie's going to be their starting quarterback. Yeah, uh, yeah. I learned my lesson with the Colts last year. Man, you're not um, giving me much here. I'm still trying to figure some some things out. Like I, I. Uh, I, I, I haven't watched a lot of it yet either. I, but I, I've, or, or been paying attention to it yet, but I'm getting, I'm getting into it. I'm, I'm starting to watch some, 
stuff, some highlights, some clips, like, you know, teams. I, 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 it's, my interest is starting to ramp up here now, and I'm getting excited for football season. I think that's just sort of my overall take right now. It's like, I'm just, it's, it's time to get back into football here a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, there's no other sports. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Jones. And I think for, for a little, for a little, you know, good sports. I'm not, I'm not even remotely interested right now. I'm so engrossed in WNBA. Like I've never been. That's great. It's just not, it's yeah. Like, uh, and like, I listened to Mike Sando, like he makes the rounds, you know, this writer who like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with him. He's like, these are my core. Yeah. I mean, his writing might be fantastic. He's the fucking worst podcaster ever. And he goes <laughs> on everybody's show and he talks about his quarterback tiers column based on last year and this year. And he, you know, he's got nothing new. I hate it, that stuff. It's so dumb. And it's like his thing, right? He like question, he interviews. 11 coaches, three place kickers, one yeah, yeah. equipment manager, five what like dead players, summons his ghosts. Like it's so I dumb. A, I got a I got a Mike Sando story I think you'll appreciate. And if Mike Sando could like have an ounce of personality, it might be like interesting. But like he, he just can't talk. Like he's so boring. He's so fucking boring. Yeah, he's a he's a sports nerd. Brutal. I think more than than a you know he's not he's a writer. He's not a personality. Well, then he should not be on podcasts. Yeah, well, it's hard. He shouldn't. At least he should be the guest on podcasts. He, maybe he, that can help. I just sort looked of up his picture. Him. I'm shocked he's not seventy five years old. When he talks, he sounds seventy five years old. How is this guy younger than me? So I'm so astonished. I, I'm in astonished. 1999, when I worked for the CLC Hawks. Mike's and uh, I was in their like video and broadcasting department stuff. So I, you know, I, I, I've told you this before, but I would tape, I would tape the practices. We'd film the practices, you know, like upload the tapes for the coaches and all that stuff. And then they had like, their little half hour magazine show and everything. I work on that and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I remember, I mean, cause I was, I, you know, back then I was, uh, I was all in, I, I knew, I knew of all like the, the Seahawks reporters and I, you know, sports radio and the whole thing and everything. So Mike Sando was the writer for the Tacoma news tribute. He was a CL, he was a Seahawks beat writer for the newspaper in Tacoma. Okay. Uh, and I would see him. We also went to training camp in Eastern Washington in, in Cheney. Uh, you could have Washington. been Mike Sando. Is that what you're telling me? Huh? You could have been Mike Sando. Is that what you're telling me? No, I couldn't. Well, yeah, maybe I guess potentially, but he was always at the practices and he always wore the same outfit every day. It was like a t-shirt and jean shorts. <laughs> and I was like, and I like, I, I didn't know what he looked like. I just knew Mike Sando. I used to read all, I would read his articles. I think we're kind of the same age too, though. I think. Yeah, except for no. he sounds one million. Listen right. to him on a podcast. It's I, I like saw him and then I realized who he was and I was like, "That's Mike Sando." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like and uh, like literally, he would jean shorts every single fucking day. That's uh, yeah. I yeah. And also, being a sports writer does not absolve you from your from an inability to like muster up an ounce of personality and sound like you've like given up on <laughs> on life. Ah, uh, I don't know. Well. I listen. I, I just listened to like Mike Vaccaro from the Post on a on a podcast, and that guy's just personality for days. And he's a sports writer. Yeah, some people have it, some people don't. Fucking Mike Sando, that guy. Oof. Have you read anything he's done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always sort of enjoyed his work. I, I, I used to work for ESPN. Now he's with the Athletic. He's I, I respect it because he's he's built a, he's built his way up the ladder. Um, 
doing the most boring going from you know local to national you know kind of stuff or whatever quarterbacks tears he's talented enough he's you know he works for you know both espn and the athletic i mean that's you know counts for something i guess so give me mike vorkanoff over mike sando well of course obviously jeez i this is just it's also just like i guess the nice thing about the quarterbacks whatever the quarterbacks tier the tier whatever it is but that's the problem is that like he, it's not his own so he has there's no he doesn't have to like you know he doesn't have to like put any like real he's not like putting a stamp on it he's like this is like what other people said i just do the people math like I just stupid do. lists yeah and, and it becomes like you know and then they 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 put someone low or someone high that doesn't need to be there and then you know it yeah. creates Geno Smith was 35 in the quarterback tiers ranking. I guess what was this like last, last year last, going into the season? Last year, yeah, last yeah. year. Where's he now? Where does he sit now? You know, like, the middle of the pack. Yeah, so but the, the point like things happen from year to year. Like these aren't absolutes. It's like the stupid NFL 100, you know, ranking thing. It's like the 100 greatest players in the game right now. It's all it's all you know voted on from like players and coaches and stuff. I think or whatever. Yeah. Like, all right, whatever, man. Like, DK Metcalf wasn't even the top 100. I'm like, that's just, that's just silly. I hate rankings. Anyway, so stupid. Fo- I hate so rankings too. We'll do a football show here coming up soon, probably. Got to, got to do our thing. Yeah. Got to get our predictions in order. Yeah. We don't yeah. ever do terrible. It's probably our best thing. Uh, one of my predictions, quickly, uh, that I've noticed the odds are really jumping up on is, uh, is Miami to win the MLS. Uh, now that Messi makes six goals a game, yeah, uh, plus nine fifty. Now you could have had it at plus fifteen thousand. Sure, uh, fifteen thousand. Still good odds. Still good odds, but not plus fifteen thousand. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, do what you do what you will. Uh, I don't really know much more about soccer. I the World Cup is a, the women's World Cup is just whoever I like they lose, so it doesn't yeah, matter. I. It's- Right against whoever I'm rooting for, just yep. ro- like, and then now it's Spain and England. I don't, I don't, I hope it doesn't end. I hope it just no one wins. I was up at six a.m. this morning watching watching Australia in uh, England. Uh, great game for the noticed. most part. Was it? it seemed uh, like um, a it was exciting. Bag. When 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 Australia tied it on that Sam Kerr goal with that Sam Kerr goal was like one of the best goals I've ever seen in my fucking life. That was incredible. I'll take your word for it. I got super excited, and then like two minutes later. They screwed the pooch and they gave up another goal. And then I was like, all right, well, this game's over now then. Yeah. But, um, would have been nice for Oz, Australia. It would have been nice. But, you know, to make it, uh, I also saw the, the stat they had during the game. It's, it's like the, uh, the first, um, I think a top, uh, a team ranked 10th or worse to make it into the semifinals. Oh, wow. So it's usually pretty top heavy. Yeah. Uh, and then also Spain and England now are, both teams playing in the finals, they've never won the Women's World Cup before either, which is kind of cool that someone new is going to win it. Well, if you watch that Spain-Netherlands game, feels like Spain's going to walk right into this. They might. The Spain refs, is also kind of interesting. The because refs they actually, love Spain. The refs they love Spain. hate their coach. Really? They hate their coach. The whole thing, they're, uh, not half the team, but I think there's between four and six players who decided not to play in this as sort of a form of protest because they, they wanted their coach fired. Because he's a terrible person, I think, and mistreats them. I think their whole federation, the Spanish federation, mistreats their women anyway, uh, and it's corrupt as hell or whatever. But well, a lot of the women, like and the good players, like the really good players, aren't playing in this 
So are we well, rooting for them, or are we? Does it I make think more in a way, yeah, I think you're kind of rooting for them, but. I don't know if that gives the if that gives their federation credence to like keep their coach and keep mistreating them. I'll, I'll root against like, I'll root against England in anything. So yeah, it's easy for that's me. kind of no. Yeah, yeah. Just can't I can't root for England. Like I'm not sure I can't either. But then, but then we're siding with Lexi Lawless. I don't care. Like England either. And then I'm like, ah, I don't know what to. I don't know who. Or I'm gonna to be do. honest with you. I'm not gonna watch it. I don't really care. 5 a.m. I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. I have to wake up at 6 a.m. this morning, not on purpose. I just couldn't go back to sleep. And I was like, oh, wait, I think the World Cup game's on, so I'll watch it. Meanwhile, you were in, probably woke up that early because you were in bed at 10 o'clock last night. <laughs> oh, I stayed up to watch the WME. Because the, the Commissioner's Cup was on <laughs> last did. night. Uh, Aces Liberty. Is the Commissioner's Cup always the number one versus number two team in the middle of the season or something? Like, how do they uh, determine? No, who? no, no. It's, it's a. They. Like, there's a portion of their games during the season that are designed as like some an informal tournament. Uh, tournament. Gotcha. And then, so it depends on kind of your wins and losses, I think in those games or whatever, but it's not like a straight tournament where you just play each game is like you advance to the next one. Like it's like, I think they, I think the, almost the first games of the season are, are part of the commissioner folded, cup games and folded into it. Well, yeah. It was, a, it was a great game. It was another example of the Liberty, uh, Re- recent the recent trends in Liberty basketball where they can stick play on their heels a little bit. They can give up a lead but not lose all momentum and catch back up with a couple big shots. Uh, and I, I mean, they, they shut Asia Wilson down. They played second, like that third and fourth quarter was almost perfect perfection. Uh, just a huge shots from everywhere. From everywhere. Laney had a monster shot. Johannes had a couple big shots. Stewie like saved them from like a blood like just seething points at one point with a huge shot. It was a uh, Stewie didn't have a great game either. She did a shooting she, match. She was, she just had a she had, she looked uh I think I mean they they just played. Like they're they're playing so much. He, um, yeah. Here's my here's my sort of takeaway from this. And I only watched like the fourth quarter of that game. But we went to the we went to the other game a week or two ago. Um we, you know, sort of paying attention as a whole as a season. We, it's, you know, they, they're coming together at the right time, like we sort of talked about all season long. Uh, I think, you know, the the coaching, the rotations. She has to give a little credit to to sort of, you know, playing these these basically six, maybe seven players most of the game. They're starting to they're starting to figure each other out. They're starting to figure out their roles. I think and and how they play best with each other. Yeah. Um, they're starting to play really great defense. I think, which was which was not the case at the beginning of the year. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been cool to sort of watch this progression of the, of the Liberty, but then also on the other side, like you also have the aces who don't have Candace Parker. Understood. But they've, but they like, and all, I don't know how big of a difference that's actually going to make or not. I think it's going to make a big difference. I, but the fact that they're getting losing, blown out by 20 and 30 points, but in the only last to the games, Liberty, right? Like, so it's not like there's, there's, they're treading water in, in other, in other, you know, Right, like they're they're not they're not getting it's not it's not proving to be that big of a uh, of a hurdle against the middle of the pack, right? But when it but but against the Liberty, it, it's definitely like ha- like shown. And maybe they just match up well now, uh, you know, even with Candace Parker coming back at some point. Like maybe the, maybe those two, maybe the Liberty just are, I mean, are I, just matchup wise. They're just gonna, sort of. I'm not going to trick myself into thinking that like Becky Hammond is going to come up with a solution. I think she's really like concerned about the defense, and I think Candace Parker will help with that. Yes. I, I 
I will say this: like there has been, there's been a couple. Last night there were a couple players that like stepped up immensely. Yeah. Like Johannes had 17. She led yeah. the, the team in scoring. She was like, she was incredible. And I've seen her play like a couple pretty weak games lately. Uh, but she just was huge. And also like, I I, I don't want to harp on this point, but if you watch like the Liberty played the Sky recently, and Dolson it was Dolson's first game back, and it like subbing her out straight for for JJ for John Quill Jones is just painful. And it just they 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 slump. She can't jump and I don't quite understand it. And like last night Dolson played like three minutes. Yeah. Got one rebound and that was the, the difference. Like I, I think you'll see that going forward. Thornton too. can play those minutes. Like I honestly I think Sabali could play those minutes. I, I don't want to like Dolson's a fine human being, but she can't jump. She can't get back. She's always out of position and she can't fucking really shoot. Like Right. It just I, it, changes. I think she changes the dynamic of of their of that how well that team plays. It's like the the coach just like has this Doc Rivers mentality. It's like, oh, I take Jones out for breaks and I put in Dolson. Like, rejigger the offense. Go small. Like, or try you know try something. But like, just being like center for center, forward for forward, guard for guard. Like, it's like She'll, what? I think I it, to me it looks like she's doing that right because it's it's. Like you said, Dolson didn't play much last night. Well, that's night. why. That's what. But th- but if you watch like the two games leading up to this, it was just straight Dolson switches, and it would and the, and they would just like they would. But maybe like she knows like, hey, that like in swing. those games she can play those players a little bit more because you know there are sort of more you know I know Dallas is a good team or whatever, but they're you know maybe they're not as good on the level as the Liberty. Whereas whereas the Aces they want they really want to win those games, and she's going to do everything she can to to ensure that win, right? But you know, it's 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 like when you play your scrubs, you know. It used to be like when you used to play the Kipper, Clippers or the Kings or something, and you'd be like, "All right, we can play our scrubs tonight a little bit more because right. they're they're a, they're a weak ass team." I just feel like they could do that with with just like subbing out. Like they did one game where Stewart didn't play. Like I feel like you could give to you, at this point against worst teams, give like players entire nights off. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe, yeah, I, you might start start seeing that as they as they get closer to the playoffs. So we still have a whole month here of, of games before the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the, the Aces and Liberty still have to play each other two more times. This game didn't right. even count. It was oh, just, the other interesting thing too. I thought was like Becky Hammond also literally said she was like uh, after the words. There's some quotes from her that she was like, I they they just couldn't defend some of those like I, uh, UNESCO shots like right and and. And and Laney's as well or whatever and like sometimes you just make shots that like there's just no defense for that. Yeah, Thornton hitting these like crazy. Right, so there's nothing that there was like you, to your point. Like I don't think Becky Hammond can come up and do anything differently. It's it's a little bit of like the Libs have just been hot shooting those in those last two matchups. Yeah, I mean they just lights been, out. They're 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 playing. I mean they're ten and one in their last eleven games. Those games yeah. didn't count officially. Also. But- also, Hammond also and so she was like at times they were playing four on five and three on five basically because they were they weren't guarding uh, I think is it Clark and uh, one of the other players because they like they're just not they're sort of one dimensional right yeah. they're either post players or or you know or they're 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 mid range shooters and and you can kind of you know or they're not very offensive minded. John Cole Jones at one point was playing way out in three point land. There was an inlet pass. She got back and defended the person that the pass came into. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Was like, like, what the it, fuck is happening? Like, that was like, so crazy. everybody's figured out, and I think that's part of the dynamic. Without Candace Parker, is that is that they realize that you know they don't have to worry about all five players on 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 the court. Like, you could just play one person. You could get back. Yeah, like I mean, you're right. You're right. It's like, an interesting. I didn't think. I you know I didn't think about that. Like, I just I was like, oh well, that's that's interesting. Like, 
credit to the coach now. Maybe she figured that out all of a sudden, like how to play the aces right now without Candace Parker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you were listening to the announcing team last night. Oh, God, I wanted to talk about this. The audio was terrible. The team was garbage. I don't understand what, like, what Amazon the fuck was Baron Davis doing. doing on there? It was, it was an embarrassment. These guys, I didn't was, know who that I was. I fucking am so over this idea that, like, when there's a high profile fucking women's game, then we'll get men to do it that have not watched any WNBA. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, I, look, at the fucking, they were talking at different levels into their mic. Like, it's, it was like, WNBA like 101 for these dipshits like just bringing up bad points and like old stats and like fucking boring storylines I could not fucking believe it you have I, and I think that's an Amazon Prime thing right like that's they have to they're using their people is that like is so that, so if the, the other two announcers were Michael Grady and Sarah Kustak who are both uh have been or still come to work for the for the Brooklyn Nets broadcasting team but then Michael Grady, and they've also done either women's college or WNBA games in the past. And then Michael Grady, I think, is now the play-by-play announcer for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So like it's like they, they have it's 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 sad that they even go like oh well well and and I don't know maybe they have maybe they signed a contract with Prime to do some of these games the, the WNBA games then and like that, that's their broadcasting team. But it's sad that they they can't find someone who actually does this on a regular basis instead of someone who like does this occasionally or has done some work. Calling WMA in the, the past, the, 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 and even though, but like Grady and Kustak are good because they have chemistry because they've worked together for years in Brooklyn. So like I like those two were okay, but the fact that they bring Baron Davis, who has never watched WNBA at all, yeah, and has no fucking idea uh, of what's going on on the court, who the players are, even the best yeah, players. It's like let's. I, I don't even think we, we might try to out Baron Davis as an announcer. Put him on a WNBA game, and he was just like lost in the weeds. He was talking over everybody. It was, yeah. it was brutal. It was, and like, and the, cool. the beauty of the WNBA this season for me, like in the, like every booth, I mean, Ryan Rucco is like a genius, but like you're getting so many good announcers every game. It's like in two, two person teams, it just works so much nicer. It's like, it just proof positive that you don't need three person teams. No. But, and, and especially someone who's never, who's never done it before. It was brutal. Like, it was, well, brutal. there's plenty of people out there who, uh, you know, you, there's poor, plenty of former players. Yeah, who you brought in? Tons. Where, where's Sue fucking Bird? Bring Sue fucking Bird into that a game. Podcaster. You could have like the Dunker Spot podcasters do it. Honestly, like in, yeah, yeah. That was just that was just a nut. That's like it's shit it's like that race. that sets the WNBA back. It's like it's just it's a still, disgrace. It's disgraceful. I totally agree. Almost as disgraceful as Hubie Brown getting a new contract to Derek. To fucking moonlight into the fucking mist, to to sundown on national television at a ripe old age of ninety, just pooping his pants on live TV. Hey, he can still call a game, so he can poop his pants all he wants. He can't call a game. Oh my god, you're an idiot. He can't. What's he do? What are we doing? What do you want, what do you want Baron Davis on there? What are we doing? Want Mark fucking Jackson and what are we Van doing? Gundy? What are we doing? What about what about uh, Mark Jones? Can't he? Uh, He's actually doing it with Hubie Brown. I think the two of them are Jesus matched Christ. up now. Guess how old Mark Jones is? 66. 61. I was shocked by that. He looks very good for 61. Incredible. Incredibly good. Poor Mark Jones. He deserves so much better. Yeah, he got, he got fucked. He's always getting fucked. And for he's two. Like, now he's number three? Yeah, he's my guy. He's got to do fucking games with Hubie fucking stinking up, like literally and figuratively stinking up the booth next to him. I don't care who he does it with, but don't fucking drop him down a peg. That's bullshit. I agree. 
I agree. ESPN's fucked. The whole fucking system's fucked. It's all bad. It's poison in the well. Poisoning. It's poisoning uh, in Hubie's well. Yubi. <laughs> Yubi. Because he took one too many dumps in the well. Yubi. Poor Yubi. I guess he's going to be back. Fuck him. Back? Yeah. He's great, man. Come on. 90 years old? You, you and I wish no. we could do anything when we we're going to be 90 Not years old. Not interested. I'll be walking around naked if I'm that old. Just walking around. <laughs> nude, as, nude as the day is long. All right. That's our time for this week, Chris. You have yourself a wonderful... Did you have anything else you want to talk about in the next 10 seconds? No? no. Nope. Right. Have yourself a wonderful week, everybody. Chris, peace! peace.